You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, and welcome to the Break a Bat podcast where baseball meets Broadway. An attempt to show that my two favorite mediums don't have to live in such separate worlds and maybe even break some stigmas. We're happy to have you with us. Now let's play ball. Hello and welcome to Break a Bat. I'm your host, Al Malafrante, coming at you from NYY Steak inside Yankee Stadium with a really special show for you. Big thank you to Henry Gordon, the general manager at NYY Steak, which is open throughout the playoffs for Yankee home games. Call and make a reservation today. My guest today has been a staple of my Yankee fandom for over 16 years. Whether it's the Yets Network's Yankee batting practice today show to kick off game nights, post-game clubhouse reports, or those Saturday mornings watching Yankees magazine with a cup of coffee, this five-time Emmy winner has proven time and time again to be the good stuff in Yankees coverage. She's nice enough to have me here at her home stage in the Bronx, now batting Nancy Newman. How are you, Nancy? Hi, Al. Nice walk up. I'm sure it's a nice change of pace from here at the ballpark. But it's nice in here. It's nice inside NYY Steak. It sure is. And you know, it's my first time here at the stadium location. Uh, you know, I had been to the location around Radio City a couple times. Uh, it's fantastic. And the fact that you could grab a filet mignon before, you know, James Paxton starts game one of the ALDS is pretty cool. I love it here. I call it the mothership. <laughs> <laughs> What's your go-to steak here? Um, I'm not a big steak girl. I'm a salmon girl. I think I could seafood yes. too, right? Yes. I remember the seafood tower that they have. They have it on the menu here too, but I remember yes. trying that. That was fantastic. Yep. Can't go wrong. Well, you've got good taste, Nancy. And Thank you. you. <laughs> you've, been, you've been covering the Yankees since 2003. When you were growing up near Niagara Falls, did you ever think you'd have a career covering for the Yankees for as long as you have? Well, as a little one, I don't think I could have uh, forecasted this kind of future for myself, but I did know that I loved sports, and we were all about Don Mattingly and Bobby Mercer in my house. We had season tickets to the Buffalo Bills. We would see Buffalo Bison games on occasion, too, and I remember being uh, taken out of school when the Toronto Blue Jays came to be and taken to the stadium. That was nice, too. <laughs> so I grew up in a sports-loving household. So take me back to that. Obviously, you had Don Mattingly and George Bell duking it out for those MVPs uh, and division titles. But that love of sports, you had a really close relationship with your father. Did that stem from him? 
I don't know if it stemmed from him. I think that if the love is there, it's likely inside you. Certainly that was my story. Um, the fact that he was uh, very much a fan himself uh, did a lot for our relationship, our father-daughter relationship. I was a competitive figure skater. So I had that fire within, and um, one was pretty much married to the other. I want to talk about figure skating for a second. I feel like as much as any other sport, that incorporates elements of theater in the sense of actual performance. Back when you were doing it, is that something you were conscious of? I don't think so. I think that it allowed me something similar to what I feel today in that when you are really feeling and loving what you're doing, you almost forget about yourself and you're in the moment. And that feeling was something that I was conscious of. And once a routine would be over, then it's almost like you come back into yourself. And I admire that in athletes and I can spot the ones that are the best at staying in the moment that is something that is something that has always attracted me. Uh, that ability is a super ability. And obviously it's super relatable. Now, obviously everyone knows you for your television work uh, here at the Yes Network. You're working over at CNN. Uh, you spent over a decade there. You came to Yes Network right around its inception in 2003. Um, much like a Broadway show, I'm sure there was some sort of audition process. How did you end up here? There wasn't an audition process per se. Yes was starting up. CNN had ended. There was a merger, a sale, and um, the sports department was shut down. So we were free spirits, if you will. I knew that I wanted to be in New York, and I knew that I loved the Yankees. Fred Hickman was already here, and that was the door opening, was his presence. And I contacted the powers that be here. They had me come in and I started freelancing immediately. My first beat was being on the Jets beat because in the early days of Yes, We Did Football. That's right. So I followed the Jets around. I traveled with the Jets. And that was right around when they were, had Chad Pennington and they yes, made the playoffs. Chad was wonderful. What a great human being. What a smart human being. And Herm Edwards will forever be one of my favorite people. He's entertaining. And he's a native New Yorker, too. Yeah, he's a good dude. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, when that came about, you know, so you slowly transitioned to working with the New York Yankees. Um, when the Yes Net when Yes Network acquired the broadcasting rights from MSG, some of the programming came along with it, and that includes Yankees Magazine, which at the time I feel like was kind of playing second fiddle to This Week in Baseball, if you remember that from Saturday mornings on Fox. How did you get pegged as the host? That too was almost immediate. When I came on board, the very first job was the Jets beat. I did Yankee programming as well. I backed up on the studio desk and as on-site reporter. And the Yankees magazine program was something I was assigned the moment I got here. So a stroke of good fortune, certainly. And the batting practice show came along after that. You bring a certain energy and style to the role that has not only earned the show praise since then, but a lot of personal praise as well. You've won five Emmys for the work you've done with the show. 
what did you do to change things up? I'd imagine like a Broadway production, it's a team effort, but what we see all starts with the host on television. So what do you feel like you bring to that role that makes it so unique? Thanks, Al. It's very much a team effort, like everything is. We've got great producers. Media Squared works with our Yes Network team, and together, all the talented guys shuffle around ideas. We settle on what will make the cut and what will not. Um, it is an interesting work for us because it's also beyond the X's and O's. Batting practice, I love digging in deep. This also affords us the opportunity to talk to some of the guys away from the field or away from during game hours, if you will, in a more personal setting and in a more personal way. You get to know them. And the show has evolved, certainly, with the times. You've been with Yes through a lot. Closing out the old stadium and opening the new one, the 2009 championship, the A-Rod years, the Baby Bombers. When you look back, what are some of your fondest highlights during this incredible run? So many, right? Uh, Derek Jeter's final game. You could see it happening. I remember looking around, saying to the guys in the scoreboard area where I was standing, Guys, is this really happening? Is this really happening? Is Dave Robertson really blowing this? Is Jeter really going to come up and hit the game winner? Yes, it all happened. It was storybook. It was unbelievable. And it was so exciting. I was out of my skin. I was so happy. I have a lot of love for what I do. I hope that shows. <laughs> I, it certainly does. And you know, one thing I've noticed in the past couple of years is the passion and energy in the fan base finally hits that level that it did in the old stadium, especially in a playoff game. You touch on Jeter's final home game, but what's the loudest you've ever heard Yankee Stadium? For me in person, definitely that day. Uh, I'm in the studio a lot not often at games anymore like I used to be in the early years. So being there that day was the very loudest. It was shaking. It was phenomenal. I can't even imagine what that experience must have felt like. That's incredible, especially, you know, for me growing up, Derek Jeter was my guy. So oh, okay. being present for that must have been pretty amazing. You grew up on Long Island. I did, yes. I'm a Manhasset native. Most of my friends were Met fans because it was easier for their parents to take them to the games on the LIRR. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, my dad grew up as a Mickey Mantle fan. So what choice did I have? Very good. You didn't go in opposition. You went with him because there's two ways to go. Sometimes you want your own thing. Yeah, it's you, true. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, it's like Derek Jeter. His dad was a Detroit Tigers fan, and he was a Yankee fan. Granted, his grandmother, I believe, might yes, have been a correct. Yankee she was fan on his from mom's here, side. This area, correct. Yeah, I, I chose the right side for yes, sure. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> now, let me ask you, why do you think the New York Yankees and Broadway theater are such great fabrics of the city? That's a great question, because both are synonymous with New York. I don't think you can talk about New York City without talking Yankees and without talking Broadway. You catch a little theater yourself once in a while. Oh, sure. How can you live in New York and not? You'd be missing out if you didn't. What was the last show you saw? I have to brag on the Chicago musical. There are some personal ties there, too, because our Haley Swindle, the granddaughter of Mr. George Steinbrenner, is phenomenal in so many ways. She's so talented. I saw her recently at 54 Below as well. I've known her since she was a little kid, 15 years old, hosting a show on Yes called Kids on Deck. Joe Girardi hosted it with with her. Yes, I remember that. Of course. So she was great. And she would belt out tunes even back then. And I thought, wow, this girl, I could just look at her and marvel. And uh, she's going to be back in Chicago in November as well. That's right. Yes. I'm gonna, I might have to go see that now. Yes, you did see her recently. I, did, I saw her at 54 Below, too, a few weeks after you did, but it was phenomenal. Yes. Now, one thing I do want to mention, because we were talking before this interview started, you have a, a special love for Greece. How did that come about? I love Greece. <laughs> the country, too, actually. That's what my ancestry is. Oh, is but, that right? Okay, I didn't know that. I know we're talking Greece the musical uh, and Greece the movie, too. I was a little kid, and, you know, certain things stick. That was the very first movie I remember, the very first movie that ever really hit home. They were so beautiful, the two of them, Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta. They were captivating in every way. The songs, I could sing all of them all day long. Just one of those things. Yeah. <laughs> you could do a lot worse than Greece. Yeah. There was some, yeah. that's, that's for sure. It, to this day, if I come across it, I will stay and watch. <laughs> <laughs> Now, one thing I'm curious about, since you're around him fairly frequently, why do you think the Broadway community has embraced Araldus Chapman the way they have? That is such an interesting thing, is it not? I, it amazes me. I mean, a, a lot of our listeners know the story about, you know, going to Broadway Con back in January, I have my Yankee hat on. And out of nowhere, people started asking me about Chapman, which I think is, you know, some of the origins of Break a Bat. So, you know, you're around him fairly frequently. Do you see something, you know, there that this adds up to you in some way? Well, he's very comfortable on the big stage. Very comfortable on the big stage. I talked to him recently. He came in support of Mariano Rivera. I hosted Mariano's charity event at Cipriani recently, and Aroldis was there in support. He comes dressed to the nines <laughs> in a very uh, like he's going unique, on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well said. <laughs> a very unique style. He's also very uh, open on social media. He posts himself on boat cruises and uh, even you see excerpts um, from his daily life, his workout routine. And I think that draws people in as well. When you can put your personal life out there, people feel like they know you. 
I, and you know, audience connection is such a, you know, such a great thing about Broadway, you know, the way that, yes. you know, we're able to resonate with certain performers and connect with certain performers. I think that makes, you know, that's what makes it so special for us, you know, as fans and, you know, as people in the media as well. Yes. What's your favorite? My favorite Broadway musical? Yes. That's a toughie. You never forget your first. I Correct. Like Grace. Like Grace, right. <laughs> I was seven years old. My parents took me to see Once Upon a Mattress. It was me, oh, my mom, wow. okay. my dad, and my sister. Sarah Jessica Parker was in it. Love so, her. I mean, does, yeah, can you get a bigger name no. for your first show at yes. seven? Um, but, you know, in the recent past, I'd have to say Dear Evan Hansen, between its book and the music, I mean, it, what a story. I mean, there's so much passion and and what a subject that they tackle and do it so beautifully. Um, I really got to say Dear Evan Hansen, although lately I do have a sweet spot for Beetlejuice. Highly recommended. I've heard good things. I've heard good things. And we were talking just a little bit before we got going here. And I did tell you, and I will say it again, seeing Springsteen on Broadway was one of the best nights of my life. I was riveted from the moment he came out till it ended I walked up to the front of the stage and I was just overcome. Every word is meaningful. Every, every nuance. He is, I, I mean, come on, it's Bruce Springsteen, okay? So yes, I'm a fan. But that night, he puts himself out there. He is, he is sending out messages. He is informing people if you are open to receiving what he is telling you, the life experiences, he just is a guide. He, I love him. I, I mean, I'm not alone. I know. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. But I mean, what, what you say makes so much sense. You know, you're a big sports fan and, you know, even as, you know, an occasional theater goer, it's very easy to be moved by performance. Yes. And the fact that you were able to see that, you know, especially through, you know, Bruce Springsteen. I mean, what what an experience. And it's it's nice to hear you talk about that so fondly. What a storyteller. So in touch with life's journey. Again, he guides you. Beautiful, beautiful. And it doesn't hurt that he's a Yankee fan. He's got to do a concert at Yankee Stadium, though. I know he did Shea, you know, and Fenway a couple times. So let's get him over here in the Bronx. What do you think? I interviewed Garth Brooks here when he played Yankee Stadium. Oh, that must have been incredible. Oh, my gosh. It was a couple of nights before his first performance. And I remember saying, Garth Brooks, welcome to Yankee Stadium. And you know (laughs) what he said? I'll never forget this. He said, this is one of those places where you're the second act. Yankee Stadium is the first act. Broadway's grandest stage. It is. It really is. And it's playoff time. That's right. Doesn't get better than that. (laughs) No, it's good, good, good. Now, speaking of playoff time, you know, stakes are high. Yes. And I thought it would be a fun way for us to wrap this interview with a high stakes game. It's called Fastball Derby. Okay. We ask you a question. You say the first thing that comes to your head. How does that sound? Maybe unsafe. But okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's not going to come in as fast as a Chapman fastball. Thank you. Favorite pre-theater restaurant? Tony DiNapoli's. One of my favorites. It's the best place, is it not? Chicken parm. Yeah. Love it. (laughs) Tougher interview during their prime. Jeter or A-Rod? Interesting. I wouldn't call either of them tough. They just had their own style. Jeter had his, which was professional, and I respected that. And Alex, at the time, was finding his way, and I respected that. Better show tune, all that jazz or summer nights? Ooh, 
all that jazz. All right. All right. I, you know what? I love summer nights, obviously. Summer nights. It's a seasonal song. Yes, all that yes. jazz. You can use December. You could use June. It's it's fine. That's good. Yes. How about Greece is the word? <laughs> <laughs> Frankie Valley's a Yankee fan, yes, too. Yes, he there is. You go. He is. Broadway production about Nancy Newman. Who plays you? Oh, no. <laughs> you can pick anyone. Well, it's a big budget production. Jessica Chastain. Okay. Oh, that's a good, interesting choice. Yes. I can see it. Thank I you. I can see that. All right. That's who I would choose. <laughs> I think Jessica's a little busy, but that's okay. Yeah, that's all right. Well, you know, we can make it happen. Let's, you know, if the right people hear this interview, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get on that. Last but not least, best piece of advice anyone ever gave you. I would say that when you're graduating, you are stepping out into the world and your canvas is wide open. When you start painting it the way you like, don't worry about what looks like a mistake. It's just a different little design. You just keep on weaving your tapestry. Great little uh, allusion to Carol King there, but... Nancy, I think that advice has really served you well, and it's been an honor to sit here and interview you today. Thanks, Al. You're a total pleasure. Much success. You're doing good things here. Thank you so much. Well, that'll close out the ball game here on Break a Bat. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Break a Bat. This is produced by the fine folks at the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit and subscribe at bpn.fm slash breakabat. You can find me online at break underscore a underscore bat underscore podcast. And you can also find the Broadway Podcast Network on Instagram at Broadway Podcast Network. It's been so great having you here with us today, and we'll see you next time. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.